Good morning, everyone. It's you today. Oh, listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Welcome to your Wednesday. It is, uh, you know, mid-June, so I can't stress it enough. If you have uh, goals, you cannot let COVID or rioting or anything keep you from what you were planning to accomplish this year. Um, and that's the beauty of life. Uh, that's how you learn because it's, you, you can't expect things to just go into like this really calm, fluid way. Cause that's just not how life is. It doesn't go that way. It, it, it fluctuates. It's liquid. Um, sometimes things go your way and sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's not. Um, but one thing that remains constant is you. Because what you'll find is you're going to have the same problems throughout your life. You know, if you have fam- family problems, you're not getting a new family. You may have a, a an additional family of your own. But whatever issues you have with your nuclear family will remain. <laughs> they will stay with you unless you uh, extricate yourselves from them. Um, and in some cases you have to because you need to be your own person and it's healthy for you to just move on and, you know, not stay, you know, in contact with people who harm you or make you feel terrible. Um, I was having a conversation with one of my friends recently and she was like, you know what? I've had the last conversation I'm going to have with my mom. (laughs) I was like, yeah. And I mean, sometimes you just have to do that. I mean, somebody will tell you, don't ever do that. Don't. But the reality is you get this pack of people uh, that's your family and you may or may not get along with them. There are some families where, you know, you can't even think of an occasion where you would meet this person if you weren't related to them. So you have to, you get this weird pack of people and, you know, it may or may not be a safe or a healthy environment for you. And you get to decide that. So I'm not one of those people that are like, you got to be close and you got to stick it. No, if it, if it's costing you something and it's keeping you from maybe living your life uh, and reaching your full potential and living out your destiny, however you want to put it, uh, if if someone is not healthy for you, you, it doesn't matter who they are to you. You've got to get away from them. Um, yeah, that's just the way I feel about it. Um, I personally don't want to ever not talk to my mom. That's not who I am, but I also haven't dealt with the level of toxicity that, uh, this person was sharing with me. But anyway, uh, you know, I recognize that COVID-19 has kind of hijacked this podcast, (laughs) but, you know, it's weird because in my daily life, it's really been a blessing because I'm not sick. No one around me has gotten sick. And, um, you know, it's allowed me to catch up in my life. Uh, I'm not, you know, exhausted and having to go to bed at 730, uh, 745, you know, um, just to make it through the week you know, on a daily basis. Like for me personally, this feels more like a balance between life and work. And I like that. Um, I went into the office more this week than I have. I know it's only Wednesday. uh, than I have uh, in a while, you know. Um, And when you get into certain environments, you recognize the virus is still alive and well. Um, And there's a reason why people are 
exercising out of an abundance of caution because as I spoke to someone yesterday who was like I just don't believe in this virus okay well that's great um real people have died from it and I don't think they know enough about it to make me feel comfortable enough to just be like you know throw caution to the wind I don't know that it's it specifies who it's going to kill I don't think we'll know much about COVID until next year or maybe two years from now um and certainly it'll take some time to get a vaccine so you know what I'm good and it's funny as I was talking to another coworker yesterday and she's older than I am and she would have experienced the AIDS uh epidemic differently than I did I was a kid I mean literally but um I remember how it was covered in the media and I was a pretty astute kid I've always followed the news um, so it was, I was always privy to adult conversations too. Like people just said things in front of me. So I remember that it was going on, but the, the kind of cavalier avid attitude towards it was mind boggling now. And I look back and I, I see similarities. And the only great thing is you don't have to catch COVID sexually Otherwise, we wouldn't know anybody had it. People would just keep it a secret and then they just show up sick and die because that's kind of what happened with AIDS. I remember people would just look ghastly, you know, and everybody was so concerned that it was a homosexual disease, which now in retrospect just seems crazy. Like anything any human can get, you can get it too. And it was almost like, well, if you're not, you know, gay and going to the clubs and having sex with strangers, you're not going to get it. And that's how I remember it. But I, like I said, I was really young, but th- I remember the coverage of it was like that. But I also used to subscribe to uh, magazines. Starting in about seventh grade, I used to get subscriptions to magazines. Don't ask me how I managed to do that. But my parents were like, whatever. So I had a, a subscription to Rolling Stone, uh, Us Weekly, and Entertainment Weekly at some point when that came out. And I just remember sh- sheets of or pages of the magazines devoted to uh, people who passed away from AIDS. And it was just in the thousands. It was so sad. Um. So, yeah, I think, you know, if you're of a certain age, you remember like this kind of denial, this sort of... Um, pretending like, well, it's not that big of a deal because it's only happening over there or it's only happening to those people or what. Like, this is just crazy. Um, Having said that, though, if you have been fortunate enough to not get coronavirus um, or you've recovered from coronavirus, you know, I do believe health is a big part of your wealth strategy. Um, Some things never change with me. I believe that. Uh, life is going on. It's marching on. I know people who've lost loved ones suddenly. I have a friend who's battling cancer. Um, I have a friend who was trying to divorce, but then couldn't because they had to shelter in place. Can you imagine that? Sheltering in place with someone you're trying to divorce? Oh, that's called War of the Roses. Excellent film. Don't want to live it in real life. Good movie, though. 1989. Check it out. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, is it 89 or 90? I don't know, but that's the sweet spot for me for movies. 89, 90. There were some great, great films. Uh, And I was in film school. So check it out. 
Yeah, make sure your health is top notch. Don't stop trying to be healthy. Uh, I know a lot of people are out protesting. A lot of people are out uh, just breaking free. Like we got to get back out and eat food and be amongst the people. But yeah, the virus isn't gone. And it's ravaging countries that are hot. So that whole theory that it doesn't live in heat, nah, not right. Um, Just make sure your immune system is as strong as it can possibly be. Be smart. Try to avoid groups and crowds if you can. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Uh, This thing could be with us for the next couple of years. And that's that's how viruses are. They evolve. Um, They want to live too. So just be smart. Don't forget what you're building. Don't forget your mission. Even if you're out here protesting every day, don't forget what your mission is and what your end goal is, which is a peaceful society and community that you believe, if certain changes are made, will serve more people than it harms. I believe that's the goal, right? If that's the goal, don't lose sight of that goal. Don't let these looters and... um, people who actually really do need to be in jail divert you from your mission but also don't be intolerant of people who don't agree with you or people who don't uh share the your view of what a solution is and also vote uh i have a a very strong confidence that a lot of people who are out here telling you what to do aren't going to go vote I believe that there's a high number of people who are going to scam you into thinking that they share your value system and they're just going to use it to um, elevate their own situation. That happens time and time again because people aren't really um, well versed in the issues. They just are emotional about something. And yes, it is egregious what's going on. It's egregious when those situations happen, but it's a much broader conversation that needs to be had. And when people are really ready to have it, that's when we'll really see some change for real. But you got to have the broader conversation and introduce accountability. And I get the frustration because criminal justice demands accountability, but then they don't always uh, demand accountability for, for people within the criminal justice system who should be held to a higher standard. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, you can't just get rid of one system and try to rebuild it and keep order at the same time. That won't work. I can tell you that factually. That's actual and factual. Yeah. TLC said it first, and it's still a good phrase. It's actual and factual. Uh, so, you know, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, fix what needs to be fixed, indeed. But don't just be like, well, I'm going to just tear this whole thing down while I try to build it up. But that won't work. And in the meantime, on an individual level, you got to make good decisions for you. And you got to make good decisions within your life. Because right now, a lot of the stuff we're trying to fix, you're trying to fix it on the back end. When you could have made decisions that wouldn't have even put you in this position in the first place. So, you know, in your individual life, you got to look at your money, you got to look at your health, you got to look at, you know, how you're going to build the structure of your life. Do you want children? How will you support these children? How will you raise them? You know, who are you having these children with? 
you know, there are very serious questions that we never ask and they don't teach us it in school, at least not in America. And you're supposed to just arrive into your life fully formed and know what to do. And if you've grown up in a family where you've never seen one healthy interaction, not not let alone, you know, romantically, I mean, like if your parents want to kill each other or your siblings talk crazy to each other, if you've never seen a healthy interaction or a healthy disagreement, how are we expecting you to then go out in the world and conduct yourself in some sort of professional, um, calm uh, manner? You're not, you won't know because what you're, what you consider normal, the normalized behavior you've seen isn't normal to other people. This hostility, this yelling, this cussing everybody out. I mean, I there's a person who moved in across the street from me. And literally, she was in the car with a teenage boy, I think. I'm going to guess it was her son or a nephew, a relative or something. And the way she was cussing and t- yelling, I thought they were fighting. And it was, you know, fuck this, motherfucker, that, that, that. And so I was like, ooh, let me get my stuff and get in the house because I, I can't be in no situation. And so then she she lays eyes on me. And she was like, oh, hey. And I'm like, are you okay? Hi. Like, what is this? I thought y'all were, you know, but that's just how she talks to her people. Yo, man, I wasn't raised like that. When you cussing and MFing and yelling, that to me is bad news. But, you know, apparently that's just how they get down. So, listen, if you are socialized like that, how am I supposed to expect you to be able to walk into a job and conduct yourself in some sort of professional manner? You know what I mean? Like, that's scary. Because the minute somebody, uh, I had a co-worker who puts it, when I try to get back with them, yeah, you can't. (laughs) You have to leave to get back with them at home. That's not an option in the workforce. You will be fired. (laughs) I'm kind of all over the place, but you get my point. You got to manage yourself and you can't control the world. You, I mean, you can protest and march and do all the stuff that you want. You can't change other people, but you can be in control of yourself and how you react and what you want to do. You can't be in charge of how people receive your message, but you can be in charge of how you send it. And that's basically the moral of the story, whether you're protesting, applying to college, getting your first job, buying your first house, whatever scenario you're in, you can't control other people, but you can always control yourself. And, uh, you know, that's all I'm shooting for here is to try to be my best self all the time and to be authentic and to maybe make people see things in a way they hadn't considered before. So that's my version of mad love. I have mad love for you. I hope you have mad love for me. But more than anything, you have my respect. And I thank you for listening. Please be safe. Please take care. Wash your hands. And it's mostly because I love you. I love you. I love you.